Hey everybody, it's Paul here from the Big Presentations Podcast. This week we had something different happen. During the editing process, sometimes we get rid of some things that make us feel, well, like we talk too much. But this time there was just not enough space in the episode for a couple of stories that frankly were too funny to leave unheard. Also, in the midst of this bonus content, I also have to make a quick correction. We reference the restaurant Dick's Last Resort. Turns out I said Dick's Last Stand. That's what I get for not using the ever-present Google. (laughs) And I hope you enjoy it. Here we go. So it is funny to think about the idea of like, you know, an audience wanting to be treated respectfully because, of course, that's the way people want to be treated just in general. They don't want to be distrusting of the person up on stage that they won't get embarrassed or or called out or made fun of or ragged on or whatever. But, of course, sometimes you end up in a situation where maybe you think that that might happen. And, Mike, I know you well enough to know that that there has to be a story that is going to require one of these. (laughs) Oh, man. I don't trust improv. Uh, Nor should you. And so, yes. (laughs) It's like the nature of the beast. So I am not going to go pay money to attend a live improv show. It makes me a little cringy just watching one on TV, you yeah. know? So I have a, a a good friend who five or six years ago calls me up and says, hey, it's my birthday and there's this improv group I've been really wanting to see. So I want you and, and Kelly and we invited another couple to come with us. We're just so excited to go see this improv group. Uh, and I can't get out of it, or I would be the person up front being a jerk or behind the scenes. I'm not sure what category that falls into. So I'm going to be a good friend and face my fear of getting called out in an improv concert comedy situation. And guess what? <laughs> no one could predict what would happen in this situation. Oh, not only do they put the spotlight on me which is bad enough they call me down onto stage and interview me for three to five minutes in the form of a skit so the the interview itself is part of the comedy it's a skit where i'm being asked questions by someone who's playing the part of a little kid and then they take that information that they got from me in that interview skit and they use it to make fun of me and just the whole idea of being a corporate trainer, motivational speaker type person. <laughs> and they did a great job. It was so painful and funny. I think I probably stank of nervous sweat for the next four days. Nothing like that improv's flop sweat there. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It was. I didn't trust them, and they were proven to be untrustworthy. Well, that's just what they do, you know? And that's why so many people would probably pay not to go to an improv show. Uh, it's kind of funny because I also think about that, and I think about uh, 
I think about that restaurant, uh, Dick's Last Stand. It's also oh, yeah. an anomaly to me. It's like you go somewhere specifically to get called out, embarrassed, and made to feel awful. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so much of it is like crude and inappropriate, which made it even more funny when our parents <laughs> went there with some fr- We would never take them there. But some mutual friends took them there, and it was quite the experience for them. Especially since they sent us pictures. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I remember they sent us pictures, and my wife and I looked at it and said, oh my gosh, we won't even go there. How in the world? Oh, they're with that person. Oh, it all makes sense. This is awful. And the stuff that they did to our parents would have embarrassed me. <laughs> yes. Oh. My but, parents would have paid good money not to have gone there. <laughs> right? Right? This is also a uh, after school special on the dangers of peer pressure. <laughs> right? Sometimes you yeah. can just say no and it will be okay. Okay. <laughs> Besides that, I think my other favorite story from there was there was a a guy who worked at the radio station in Abilene who was like grade A for being the type of person who would go there on purpose. He had so much fun telling stories about that place. But his favorite story was he and his wife were sitting at the table. She had just finished her Dr. Pepper and he had just started on his. And the waiter came up and said, ma'am, would you like a refill? Well, yes, thank you. I would. So he picked up my buddy's drink poured it in hers and set the cup back down in front of him and walked off. (laughs) I'm like, that is just genius. (laughs) (laughs) That and the timers for how long you were in the bathroom. That I always thought was kind of genius. Oh, mean, but so funny. Painful stories. So the audience does not want to ever feel like they're at an improv show or they're at What's the name of that place? Dick's Last Stand. Right. <laughs> Especially since, I mean, we're, we're, we're being very upfront about this. That would be a bad surprise because for right. our parents, I think it was a bad surprise. <laughs> and that's yes. what you don't want. You want to go somewhere where you know that you're going to be okay. You know other people who have come out of this and they've been okay. You want that constant continuation of good vibes and good feeling and inspiration to come out of your presentation right plus like good word spreads kind of fast if you're a jerk or you call somebody out and you embarrass them that travels so much faster (laughs) right that's true yeah whether it's behind the scenes or up front if you act like a jerk word's gonna get around Absolutely. So don't. So don't do it. (laughs) Be trustworthy. Act in ways that people can trust you to treat them well, whether it's behind the scenes or up front. Needless to say, both Mike and I were just about in tears for those stories, but there just wasn't quite enough room to be able to fit it in the normal episode for this week. So you got that tasty bonus content, which we could not leave on the cutting room floor. Thank you guys so much for checking this out. We will have more content for you like this in the future, I am sure. But in the meantime, make sure to subscribe. Leave us a comment. And also, if you would like to, rate the show. It helps other people find it. And while you're at it, check out Big Presentations in Small Rooms, the book by Michael Gibson. You can find it on Amazon as an audiobook, ebook, or in a 
old school physical form that you can put on your bookshelf. And let's face it, if you have to do a Zoom call and it's facing out, well, it'll make you look extra smart. Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. Hey, it's Paul here reminding you about another podcast that is part of our family of podcasts. Mommy needs a moment. Do you have a mom in your life that just needs a break? A few minutes to recharge, get energized, and know that she's not alone in all the things that she has to do every day as a mom? Well, check out Mommy Needs a Moment and be inspired all in under five minutes, three times a week. Find it on your favorite podcasting platform.